Hello, minions, and welcome to the second episode of Evil Campaign. I'm Cat Cool, your host and game master. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about Basecamp. When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. Next, this episode should have gone out right after the election results. That was two Wednesdays ago, and all that time, I've been crippled with migraine pain. My migraines, in part, are triggered by stress. For those that don't know me very intimately, let me tell you a bit about some of the challenges I face. Aside from the chronic pain of my migraines, I suffer from depression and anxiety. I'm a bisexual Latina rape survivor and the daughter of an immigrant who is not a citizen of this country. I had a lot hanging on this election. I know a lot of you did too, and that many of you are very stressed and scared right now. My inability to post the episode aside, it felt a bit weird to post an evil episode next and bring more of that stuff into the world. At least without addressing it. So here we go. Um, there are two camps here that might take issue with what I'm about to say, so I'd like to quickly address them both. The first are those who think it's harmful to use stories to address real issues. I understand. I get it. But I think that's how a lot of people learn. If someone listens to what I'm saying and just hears, we're in Star Wars now, and gets excited, then they're not listening. The second are those who want to keep politics out of their Star Wars stories. Politics have been a part of Star Wars from the start. This is a story about fighting Nazis, and there is currently a Nazi advising the president-elect. There are swastikas being spray-painted all across our nation. There's serious talk of a Muslim registry more extreme than the one that currently exists. This bullshit is exactly what this story is about, so you can handle this. Okay, let's go. Steve Bannon, president-elect Trump's white nationalist advisor, recently said, Darkness is good. Darth Vader, that's power just straight up embracing the comparison and shoving Trump into the Palpatine position. We're fighting the Empire. If you've ever cared about these stories and want to be a part of them, then God, I hope you're doing something now. People often accuse me of hating the Jedi because I like Sith. And that's not exactly right. The Jedi had Agricor, Explorcor, and Educor, auxiliary foundations that helped people by feeding and educating them, and I adore those organizations. But, the parts of the Jedi that we meaningfully see on film, I despise. We see them, through inaction, fail to prevent a war, stand by while clones are enslaved and exploited, and do nothing while corruption tears down their government until the Empire is born. I don't like that part of Jedi. Inaction in the face of evil is evil. There's something else that I really don't like about Star Wars' interaction with Jedi. It's put the camera on good-aligned force wielders, on icons, and told us that they're the heroes of these stories. But practically, those people do very little for the universe. They show up at key narrative moments and strike final blows. I get why the camera focuses on them, but none of us can be them. And in focusing the lens on them, we've been taught to wait for saviors. But there are actual heroes in Star Wars. People like Padme Amidala, Leia Organa, and Hera Syndulla, who put in the daily hard work. They organize and utilize existing structures to help people and build. None of them use the Force. Leia has it, but she eschews it in favor of government work. She thinks a constituency is more important than space magic. Without her, there'd be no rebellion. So if you're feeling powerless right now, look to Leia Organa. She lost her whole planet and still found time to comfort Luke before organizing a strike on the Death Star. I don't need that from you, but I do need you to put in the daily work. Call your representatives every day. Donate time or money as you're able. Protest. If you don't know where to start... I'll put in links and instructions in the show notes. Fighting hate on this scale is going to take all of us, but I have hope that we can do it. 
Campaign will be back to the crew of the Minoc next week, and things will be a bit more normal. If you're not currently up for the Bluebird crew, and a story about the banality of evil, I get it. I've also included in the show notes a link to The Adventures of Superman, Clan of the Fiery Cross, which is just about my favorite example of the practical good this art form can do. In the mid-1940s, the KKK was on the rise. Main news outlets weren't reporting on the outbreak of hate, so the folks behind the Superman radio drama wrote a story about Superman taking them on. It was hugely successful in informing the nation about the Klan, and was one of the main factors responsible for a decline in Klan membership. We've crippled them before, and we'll do it again. We'll blow up every Death Star. Hate is never stronger than love. We just need to act. Next. A word on the release schedule of Evil Campaign. Evil Campaign has been through the ringer, first with my health, then with technical difficulties. Those should all be taken care of now, and forced willing, we should be able to move into a steady release schedule. So now, moving forward, Campaign will release three episodes of Regular Campaign, followed by one episode of Evil Campaign, rinse and repeat. Next, t-shirts. We just released a new t-shirt design. It's this year's official bike con shirt. We're testing out TeePublic for the design, so be sure to check it out. I'll put the link in the show notes. T-shirt club Patreon backers, please be sure to check Patreon before buying a shirt. We have a note for you there. Next, James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Trells Johansson, thank you so much. Thanks, Trells. John Alexander, thank you. Benjamin Beyer, thank you. Belmore, thank you. Tom Martin, thank you. Greg Spiridonov, thank you. Dylan Morell, thank you. Taylor, Taylor Tobin, Tobin thank, thank you. you. Brett, Brett Fitter, Fitter, thank you. Scott, Scott McQuillan, thank you. Jack Dyke, <laughs> nope. That's <the> <laughs> Zach Dagnault, thank you. Jocelyn, thank you. Kyle, thank you. Peter W. Tower, thank you. I think it's Tower, honey. I think that's Peter. <laughs> yeah. I think that's Peter W. Tower. Okay, that's reasonable. Angus Mall, thank you. Chloe Wander, thank you. Wandler. Chloe Wandler, thank you. Alec Bierenbaum, thank you. Thank you. Scott, thank you. Brian Thomas, thank you. Christopher G. Henderson, thank you. Logan Rudy, thank you. Chris McQuillan, thank you. Cody Burleson. Uh, are you sure it's not Cody Picture of a Psyduck? It's Cody Burleson. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Eric, thank you. Alexander Brissett, thank you. Thank you. Joe Luttrell, thank you. Jacob Gray, thank you. Oh, Omar Leon, thank you. Blake Myers, thank you. And we are done for right now. Thanks, thanks all of you again so much. Uh, what you do makes what we do possible. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Subterranean. After commandeering a bodyguard from the meek minister of Metalorn, Blue, Synox, and Zero continue their investigation into the mysterious production problems on the planet's surface. Enraged upon discovering that this planet has no access to the Net, what other discoveries could tempt the minister's tender temper? Okay, and we are back. Hello, evil party. You guys have four dark side points and two light side points on the table, I believe. Yes. Yep. Tell me where you are and what you're doing. I am taking my new acquisition to get kitted up. Okay. The uh, You're going back to the ship? I'm going back to the ship. Okay. You're going with him back to the ship? This is perfect because you all start headed that direction. You just hear a scream from inside the factory that they don't have Hollow Net. 
and I'm coming out just a furious ball of rage coming towards uh, Zero. Walk faster, Sai. Walk faster. Nodded. Slow uh, up! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like, we keep walking faster as he keeps walking faster. <laughs> we eventually do meet up at the ship, but it's like, you're walking, just shuffling along. Yeah, but one of the cool things about stormtroopers and clone troopers is that they have closed circuit communications oh, in yeah, their yeah. helmets. So you wanted to talk to you to so, your yeah, squad? He, he, like, he pulls up the squad. So, well, there's quick pacing of the stormtroopers led by Sinox and Zero, and then like blue keeping he he's going fast but he's not very observant when he gets like this so mm-hmm. like he keeps almost running into people and then having to like dodge out of the way and that really stops you because you're not good at stopping movement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, always yeah. forward mm-hmm. 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 double tom unit roger roger sir now why do you think we're doing this uh heading back to the ship sir uh, Not heading back to the ship why do you think we're moving at double time soldier uh is it to avoid minister blue Close. To, to double our speed, sir? Wi-Fi. Are we intimidating the... No, that doesn't... No, you would have said if it was already. If you're going to be my squad, I'll need you to be able to think like me. All right. We have a minister with us. That minister's job is to maintain an air of calm and authority in front of citizens. Which he's not doing now. Exactly. Should you be guarding Minister Blue and this occur, what are you to do? Shouldn't we be flanking him then, sir? Get him into isolation. Bingo. (laughs) And the flanking on his way to isolation is exactly the right move. So shouldn't we be slowing down? No, because he's going to stop and yell at us. <laughs> and then we move into triple time. So we pick back up at you guys entering the Bluebird. Okay, and I'm I'm raving up and down. This is, uh, they, they, they don't have hollow net. What are your nervous behaviors? What do you do? Zero. I'm constantly, I, I run my fingers like I start to go through my hair and then stop, but I do that multiple times. Um, so you get close to ruffling it. Remember and, to not mess your hair up. Yeah, and I and, and, and I can't do that. And I pu- I keep pulling a cloth out of out of my pocket, and I I wipe down the glasses and put them on. I wipe down the glasses and I put them on. My legs bouncing up and down again. I, they don't have holonet. They don't have holonet. They do not have holonet. You remember the discs with six hundred holonet free minutes that we sent out to like everyone. The whole world yeah. got this. They yeah. all had six hundred uh-huh. free minutes of holonet. Uh-huh. Well, how well, how <laughs> how do they not have? It's been well, since, since as he's doing this uh, this rant. I walk over to the center table of the main hall of the... Uh, so, since Transparisteel 95, everyone has had access to this. I everyone. double tap that middle table, which does like a macro command to like queue up a cup of calf to be made. And then I, I just walk over and I just put it in your hand. And I just immediately like snatch it up, down. It's good stuff. Why were the soldiers running? Sinox, we sir. took decided a, a brief sprint in the morning. Sir, yes, sir. Had to assess the athleticism of our new acquisition, sir. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you can see through that effortlessly. <laughs> well, you are on your ship, I'm pretty sure, unless you want to roll something, mm-hmm. anything you're lying to him is really transparent. Yeah. But I'm, I'm letting it go. Oh, who, sure, sure. Who, who is... Uh, I start recovering some of my composure, probably because I finally have good calf in there. And if you tried to sneak decaf calf again on me, I'm going to have an issue. You jettisoned all the decaf. <laughs> yes, more than once. 
Fair enough. Exactly <laughs> where it belongs in the <laughs> void of space. If he goes cold turkey with decaf, he would probably die anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the man is mostly caffeine at this yeah. point. <laughs> He's more caffeine than the man. man. My not crew. Take note. <laughs> so no, I realized we have our new recruit as Sinox has called her, and I recover composure. I uh, take the glasses off again, wipe them, put them back on. <sighs> Let's talk. What's your name? Fentara Ren. Fentara Ren. Please, come on to the ship. It's been a bit of a stressful morning for us. Let's let's sit and relax and talk privately. Yes? Certainly. So, we go back into the gathering area, as it were. I sit down, you know, I sort of encourage Sinox and Zero to sit down. Sort of, let's just sit social and talk for a minute. Sure. I take off my formal uh, jacket and I hang it up and then I just kind of plop down and uh, put my feet up on the middle table. Fentara. I couldn't help but notice a certain air of confidence in you earlier this morning. I'm good at my job. Good. And what what exactly is your your job here? Up until I was acquisitioned by, what do they call you? By Clone Commander. I am in charge of ensuring Minister Diamond's safety. Hmm. Tell me about what's been going on here. She laid everything out for you in terms of... No. Tell me about what's going on here. She There's some dark strings playing right now. Yeah. She just shuts down and stares at you. I do not know what you mean, sir. Soldier, you have been reassigned. Understand that after this is all over, you're not setting foot back on this planet. I understand. Do you have any idea where the ministry will be assigning me next? This is your squad, soldier. It would be good to see the back of this planet. I feel that my resources have been wasted here. Listen, there are things that are going on here. And I'm going to be completely open and honest with you. I believe there are mass failures of Minister Diamond's handling of the resources that have been put under her control. And we need to get to the bottom of that. Now, you're tasked with keeping her safe. Up until recently, yes. Up until recently. Is anyone tasked with keeping her safe now? No. What is your current mission? My current mission is to await orders. Good. So, your orders... Which aren't orders, they're requests, because we're a family here. Yes, sir. (laughs) On the bluebird, you see the trappings that are around you. There is a nice life working with us, working for us. We immediately, Sinox, recognize your talents, just from sight. And we believe that you would be a very valuable addition to us. But the only thing we want to know is to ensure that we're not rushing to any false judgments or not judging things harsh enough. So we would be interested in knowing the full story of what's been happening here on this planet and the job Minister Diamond has been doing. And I'm coercion, which isn't super strong. Sure, sure, sure. You can also... And I get my two blue. You have a thing where you can make... once per session, and this one's not... Is it once per session or once per encounter? Once per encounter. There you go. Oh my goodness. Take care of me, man. (laughs) Um, Yes, so it has to be somewhat of a lie, which it is because we have really no interest at all in her. Um, We're just manipulating it. And we are on the ship, so I get two blue die. What's the difficulty? Two purples and a red. Two purples and a red. One failure with four advantages. Are you requesting information about the secondary work being done at the facility? Because that isn't being monitored by Minister Diamond. Do go on. I I thought that you would have... The prison? The, the functioning prison that 
Bingo, that one. I'm sorry, you could have just asked, what do you want to know about it? Because that's... How about a little bit of everything? (laughs) Okay. Over the next half hour, she takes you through a lot of stuff. I want you to make a discern lies because occasionally she lies. Thank you. So she fails, <laughs> but um, she yeah she fails to lie. Okay. Three failures and a triumph. Yeah. All right, hold on, I I, I got something for the triumph. You have something Oddly for enough. the triumph. What um, is it? What? The because as she's going through her spiel, I'm noticing lies and what I believe are inconsistencies in it. Yeah. And so I'm just sort of casually doing my computer thing, logging the information that she's telling me, and I'm running a background check on her. Yeah. She's connected to something big. Gotcha. Okay. So she starts taking you through what's up with this prison. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's stuff that you already suspected. They never got rid of the twin tails, and they've been bringing in those uh, furry things for a while now. Wookies. Yes. And some of the people who don't perform well up here after a while get sent down. Anybody who's causing any sort of a ruckus. But there hasn't actually been a ruckus in quite some time. Wait a minute. Let me stop you real quick. You mean to tell me that people get sentenced to this prison if they're not doing their job well enough? Not necessarily breaking a law? Yes, this is... You're telling me we've got a planet with slave labor that can't hit its quotas and profit? I'm being assigned to you. The minister is working with the orders that she has been given. Okay, so clearly, if your minister, who is running the operation that is the face of this planet's profitability, cannot cook the books enough when she's got a slave labor camp on planet, she's clearly not the one in charge, and we shouldn't be speaking to her. There are a number of people who run the prison section, but most of it is manned by droid labor. So, there are people who run the slave labor camps. I'm not positive as to what actually goes on down there, because again, this was not my work, and she does not oversee this. Well, lucky you, you're about to find out. Okay. He's saying that because we're about to find out. Slave labor and they can't hit quota. Slave labor and they can't hit quota. If only we could have that in the inner rim. Sigh, sigh. Whoa. Whoa. A big red stop sign (laughs) flashes on my my screen. Whoa, man, no, that's that's not what we want at all. Listen, we're not here to have a logistical discussion, and my eyes slowly drift back over to her. Zero, you notice my blood's running cold right now. I've seen something on the screen. They haven't been introduced to the workforce, as you saw. It was all human. That's okay, Mrs. Wren. And things... M- Mrs. Wren, everything is fine. You're here. You're safe. All good. I send a message to Zero through her thing. No matter what happens, you protect her, period. Done. Okay. Her life is only second important to mine. Done. Then I suppose we should tour the facilities down below. Well, let's get you suited up first. She snaps off a salute. Now, why can't you boys hit a salute like that? Because <laughs> I don't want to. I was talking to the troops. Oh. <laughs> but you still And then it was like, oh, that was, that was for them? That was, that was for them. That was immaculate. Yeah, it was. It's because she's hungry for it. <laughs> Sinox, you're going to take Mrs. Wren with us? I believe I am, sir. Do you believe you could get her indistinguishable from the other stormtroopers? That is the point of the stormtrooper uniform, sir. That's a fair point. It's a fair point. (laughs) Let's keep it that way. I'm a capable combatant. I can do my part. Of course. Okay. It's just we want to make sure that people don't recognize you when we don't want them to recognize you. It's protection. Okay. 
I don't like when my family... Okay, yes, sir. All right, tour the facility. So, we need to go to the prison facility, yes? We do. I'll fire up the engine. Zero heads back into the cockpit and starts doing pre-takeoff preparations. Yeah, let's get some chaos going on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to draft a bunch of orders and send them to Instur Diamond. Diamond. Yep. Mm-hmm. Explain to her that I need a ridiculously long list of information that will take her a Oh, this lo- poor woman. Yeah, I mean, she falls for it. A long, long time to compile. Um, <laughs> her poor office. <laughs> and then we're going to activate another skill called Bad Press. Yeah. You have so many skills. Well, what do you the, think he's uh... good at? <laughs> Try Actually, slapping him. Just slap him. Just once. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Actually, I apologize. I'm not going to use bad press. Okay. I'm going, oh, yeah, not bad press. I'm but... going to use improved in the gnome. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm going to make a deception against her vigilance role because what this skill allows me to do is spread a piece of information around to the local populace. Yep. That is a false piece of information, but yep. they will be unaware of where it came from, right. and I am claiming that Minister Diamond has called us in specifically for the purpose of conducting an investigation of what's going on in the prison. Ooh. Dang. Okay. But I have to make a deception against her vigilance. This poor woman. A red and a purple. A red and a purple. I am also going to flip dark side point to, what does that do, upgrade a die? Yep. I am succeeding at this one. <laughs> I feel like this one's a slam dunk. Dang. Oh, there's a despair, though. Six successes and a despair. It goes to, like, a map and, like, a dot of where we are. And, and the then spreading, lines yeah. of, like, misinformation spreading like a virus at the end of... And of the personnel lighting up red yeah. over... And, and my objective here was to give Minister Diamond enough backlog of work that she is going to be unaware that this rumor is going around, yep. while whoever is at the prison is going to think we are coming on behalf of her, not we are coming on behalf of anyone else. Yeah, I mean, this works. It takes you guys a little bit a while to fly there, because when you are in Atmo, it's not as zippy as space. You go off of different things. Yeah. Just make me an average piloting role. I want to make sure nothing terrible happens to you. Success and two advantages. Cool, 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 cool. You guys navigate down. So you know Cloud City, how like it's a mining operation. So it's nice when people live at the top and then at the bottom it like crates exit automatically and things, mm-hmm. you know, that so like this planet is kind of like that. What we would think of as the bottom half of the planet is like all of the shipment and exports and uh, trash, literal trash. So you go through this stuff. It's also where like the lava pits are burning off excess junk materials. So so to get here, is yeah. there like port that we have to like go through and then down or is it we just fly around the structure that we've already been the facility? So you're mostly flying through like towers because it's like it's a planet planet. OK, yeah. It's, um, oh, yeah. Uh, you can't go too high because it does have kind of a, a crappy stormy atmosphere. But digging low, you get through in a few hours. You are, you know, hailed a few times. But in a combination of legit having clearance and your ship not being picked up on radar, you guys get to the entrance that you had spotted or you had spotted Sinox mm-hmm. earlier of the prison facility and then you are hailed by a B1 battle droid. Uh, Holy shit. Delivered. So um, Sinox tenses up instantly as soon as that thing comes on screen. Uh, this is the Bluebird requesting permission to dock. Uh, do you have a clearance code, too? I'm not seeing anything coming in from the... We have an executive order from the Minister Diamond to uh, conduct an investigation of this facility. We have the clearance. Might have been a bit more recent, but it's there. Let me just confirm with my superior. You can still see the droid, but it's... What's wrong? 
<laughs> it cuts out. You see two droids do a thing and then like space out as though they are listening and then the thing comes back up. You are granted clearance. Thank you kindly. Welcome to the Unreal Simi. Glad to be here. Roger, roger. Sinox instinctively starts stripping down and reconstructing his blaster rifle to give himself something to do. Um, I You're actually, right there, Commander? Yeah, I'm actually going to go ahead and put it on a quick autopilot and jump up and, and check on you. Sai, how you doing? Doing well, sir. No, you're not. You're triple polishing that guy. Points at the gun. I'm taking my right to silence, sir. Unless instructed to speak. You need someone to talk to. We're here. And then I just go back. Acknowledged. Ball of sunshine. Let's see what this whole Unreal City is all about. You're traveling to the core of the planet, and it takes a long time to get there. But not too long, you know, like 10 minutes, whatever, because you guys go fast, really fast space. (laughs) And once it opens up, it's weird, very clinical. These are like cells like the cell Leo was in. So it's not windows, but, you know, like little Mm. hexagons Mm -hmm. up in a more or less a ball. Is the ship flying through these and these are like on our sides? Yeah. Oh, God. There are small walking areas to get to them and like, uh, what do you call ladders? But these things are being mostly traversed by a lot of B-1 battle droids and various floaty probe type things. Upon looking closely, the probes have like meals and, you know, that they're shunting things around that look specialized. But mostly you don't see living things. Docking is weird. You find an area that has that transport that you saw coming in earlier laid out and then there's a parking space next to it that you can pull into. How many credits do you want to bet that most of these prisoners got locked up for stealing a loaf of bread? Stealing, stealing, wouldn't you say? Whatever works for the Empire, sir. There's a limit. We pull in. The bluebird approaches what is clearly the control center, touches down, your ramp comes down and you guys do your typical very orderly procession mm-hmm. with the stormtroopers flanking you and are met by a small group of not B1 droids but Cortosis droids so these are they would have in the clone wars been those like shoulders heavy droids that have guns for arms oh, yeah, yeah. yeah those ones but their gun arms have been replaced with arm arms um, <laughs> and they're holding <laughs> gun <laughs> they're actually holding and they shoot arms <laughs> cat <laughs> whatever you wanted can we do that instead <laughs> that seems excessive they're holding the stabs. arms that they shoot have guns though <laughs> They are holding staves that have the Empire's gear thing emblazoned on the ends. Cortosis is a really pretty dark brown, and they have the Empire's thing also stamped onto their chest in the black and white. They, like, proceed up to you, stop once they've kind of hit the middle of the platform. There's some amount of pageantry clearly Mm. going on. And then out of the control center, one human male in his later 40s, 50s? It's unclear. Okay. Proceeds up. He is wearing a minister's uniform that is a, a dark gray and holding a data pad. He proceeds slowly with a bit of a limp in his right leg. Gentlemen, 
Minister, how we doing? Quite well. What brings you to Unreal City? I'm Minister Ralpo Burlu. Minister Ralpo, I'm Minister Blue. Hi, how you doing? Uh, it, it, it's been an interesting day, and this interesting day has led us down into this place that we didn't really know that much. Well, we'll get into all of that. Uh, you know, uh, let's let's start with you. How are you doing, and why are you here? I'm doing quite well. Um, I'm posted here. Uh, I don't posted believe here. you all had clearance. Uh, no, we we most certainly have clearance. If you check the records, I'm I'm sure that we have clearance. Zero, do we do we have clearance? We had clearance, right? I believe we had clearance. Uh, you were sure to request clearance before we came down here. Certainly, you have all altered the files here. <laughs> I'm that happy. is an outrageous accusation, Minister. And, and what is clearance but files anyhow? Minister, please. I'm happy to grant you clearance and a tour of the facilities. It's it's always good to see one so so young, up and coming. I quite enjoy your programming. Uh, it's good to good to see outsiders. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Are, are, are you are you talking about Sinox and friends? Yes. You're a fan? Yes, a, a big fan. Please, well, I mean, please of course, everyone would be a fan, but I would like to know kind of like more specifically, like Don't what aspects I are you? a fan of Please like don't. the the beginning couple minutes so, or uh, like that middle part zero, of the, the entirety like the of it couple minutes <laughs> I, i'd say it's a an ensemble piece and uh i think that holistically when viewed it's quite it's quite mm, what would what, what would be the word what would i believe that it's a great program everyone loves it but uh i believe that there are some things that could change it's some things could be dropped piece, out really it's, please don't say that and and, and i i elbow zero like hey 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 Hey, we're, we're company. Like, hey, hey. And we're, then we're I elbow him back. Do you know that it has a, a cult following amongst the 20 to 24 demographic? And he starts walking inside. Would any of you like some tea? Uh, I'll take mine with a straw. Uh, is is tea the only option? Um, As compared to, I believe I, I have some iced tea. Uh, uh, not tea. helping the situation here. A uh, calf would be the appropriate answer. Do you have any calf? I will like send you calf so that way it's ready as we have our long discussions about Sinoc and friends, but do you not have any currently here? Because what kind of prison is this that they keep you without calf? No, I don't keep calf down in the facility, no. Just tea. Uh... But a wide assortment, as you can see, and he gestures to just shelves of tea. (laughs) It's like, uh, there's like a, like a wide eye emoji. He's like, dude, there's so much tea in here. Do you not enjoy tea? No, I like tea, but this is an unruly amount of tea. Well, one likes to keep their options open. There's so much tea here. When you stay awake late at night working, as I do, and he gestures to just screens and screens and screens. <laughs> There's almost yeah. as many screens as there are back boxes of tea. Right, so you see the need to caffeinate oneself. This doesn't correlate. <laughs> There's no, there's no direct. You know what? Um, Zero takes a step back. He collects himself. He's fine. Yeah. In, in, instead of having a useless conversation about a useless beverage, uh, let's let's get back to uh, an interesting point that you just made there, Minister. And that is, what is it that you do here? Mm, I monitor the ongoings of Unreal City. That's my function. Mm, uh, now that would be, I guess, a little bit obvious. Hence, all the monitors. Ha ha ha. But see, my question is, I guess, then more in the form of, what is Unreal City? The prison facility? Why is there a prison facility called Unreal City here that you have to monitor? 
I'm unclear as to the question. I mean, the prison's been here for quite a while. We've just been repurposing it and converting it to better serve the Empire's needs. Well, don't take this as a correction, but the Empire needs Metalorn to be producing at peak efficiency, and you keep underpaying people and then throwing them into debtor's prison when they can't make their ends meet, which leaves us with low production numbers coming from this planet. Ah, I see. You're referring to Minister Diamond's work. That has nothing to do with the work that I do. I see a lot of people who could be put to manual labor here, though. Are you suggesting that we mistreat our prisoners down here and use them for labor up top? I'm suggesting that uh, right now the Empire is housing individuals here in cramped little rooms, spending Imperial tax dollars to keep these people alive when they're not doing a darn thing for us. I have to agree with my pal Sinox here. You see, when we look around here, the Empire, that is, you're a minister, you know this. Let's say you weren't a minister. Let's say you're an accountant. What would you do as an accountant? You would crunch numbers. Would you care how many times you crunched one particular number? Or would you just continue crunching it and crunching it until it provided the numbers that the Empire desired? See? Right. So you were sent in some capacity to help Minister Diamond, correct? Well, I'm just here out of my own professional curiosity. I'm here to shoot a puff piece for Synox here. You'll see it in the next Synox and Friends in about a month or two. It's, it'll be oh, it'll be phenomenal. We actually need to like get to shooting that at some point, don't we? But that's not what we're here about. We're here, again, trying to just figure out what's going on because I had a conversation with Diamond. I've seen the reports, as Synox pointed out, and we're kind of in a position where we don't know what's going on. So we are here to understand and figure out what exactly you're doing here and how how we can get the numbers to crunch correctly. I think what we're trying to say is you tell us what's going on here. That doesn't really need to happen. This is a prison facility that serves the Empire's purposes, and those purposes are highly classified. Listen, there there is nothing that's beyond my level of clearance, so who possibly classified this that there that we wouldn't be aware of it? Bleep, bleep, bleep. He, like, pulls up a, a readout in a red hologram that comes up. The facility is licensed through the ISB. The Security Bureau handles prisons and things like that. It says, on authority of Grand Moff Tarkin, Relpo Barlow is to act in charge of all imports and exports coming out of Unreal City's prison facility at XXX coordinates and blah, blah, blah. There you go, sir. Yeah, his gun's finally bigger. Hmm. Well, isn't that just something? So I'd love to know why you're here. Throughout our investigation I got word there's some nefarious deeds going on and something has not quite added up here on the planet and before things get any more hostile than they need to be, we need some answers. We have poor production going on up on the planet above. We have debtors prisons down here below taking the population that needs to be working up above. They are being shipped out to different systems. This entire facility is not supposed to be operational right now and you have seemingly a good number of battle droids floating around which I believe are unaccounted for within the Empire. So I would like a lot of explanations to almost all of these questions right now before that man sends you out the window. Panel droids that most certainly could be repurposed to upping the production numbers at the surface facility, if I'm not mistaken. You can roll coercion. At the end of both of those lines, again, just leading out from behind them, there's like an emoji with this just like big mouth, and he's like, oh... 
difficulty. Roll against yourself. I'm using my cutting question, my once per encounter, to turn coercion into my deception. Three yellow and a green. Against your discipline. Two green, so that comes to... Two purple. Two purple. It's not that hard. I think we got this. Oh! oh. No? What? Unbelievable. Is it a wash? Wash with two advantages. Wow. Uh, okay. That, that almost never happens. The, the Literally with the two purples, it was the equivalent of rolling snake eyes on two D8s. Yeah, the only two spaces on both of them that were two failures. <laughs> you're, you're cute, kid. He pats you on the shoulder and then like steers you. I'd be happy to take you on a tour. I mean, do you have the time? I thought that you boys were supposed to be filming a propaganda piece. So information does get down here pretty quick. One of the droids that's at the thing looks over at you and like, this is a fairly sophisticated security readout. Hmm. Tor, Tor gentlemen. I'm up for it, sir. Tor. Tour. Okay. He takes you throughout the facility. And the sorts of things that he's showing you are how the exports function. It's mostly automated and that's what they get the droids to do. If you press him on like, why aren't the droids doing the labor above? We don't like to maintain any semblance of the separatists up above. It really ruins morale. People used to be loyal to the separatists, so it, it makes more sense for us to keep that down here. And it's not like there's any shortage of work for droids. And it's a pain to repurpose them in the first place. Since the resources were here, we figured why disband all of them. Uh, plenty have been decommissioned and the parts have been melted down and used in reconstructing the facilities above, but the droids that we have reprogrammed here, that's the work that I get up to, uh, they, they do all right. But you can see how it's somewhat sensitive and especially in light of you, if anybody would know the, the whole <laughs> lookbook of the Empire, we don't want droids, we want human faces out front, puts people at their ease. But this sort of facility facility isn't really in the public's purview. Again, I would, I ask that you would stop filming or send me the tape. No skin off my back if something winds up there, but uh, I've enjoyed the programming you've put forth. It's more lively than a lot of the stuff I've been seeing. I wouldn't like to see your career end so early. And uh, you notice a somewhat wistful glint in the man's eye. I grind my teeth back and forth and we're going to get through this tour. We're going to get through this tour. Sinox, we're going to get through this tour. Zero, we're going to get through this tour. We're getting through the tour. We're and at the end of the tour, I love tours. You know that? Tours Normally, are great. aren't tours fantastic? I love tours. The, the, the scenery's awful. The tour guide is terrible. But damn it, I love a tour every now and then. But when this tour is over, oh, when this tour is over, <sighs> minister. Minister? Now, I'm confused. Still. Whose authority? Was it Grandma Tarkin's authority to not close this facility? Yes. I'm personal friends with Grandma Tarkin. He has told me nothing of the sort, and this is news to me. I'm personal friends with Grandma Tarkin, and I don't believe he tells everybody that he knows everything that's going on. I'm a different sort. What are you getting at, son? There it was. There it was. Zero, execute this man. I draw my vibra sword and, uh... <laughs> I I kick the leg that is his limp leg to the ground, and then I bring the virus he, sword up to. Yeah, he hits something on. We have to we have to roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys! Yeah, I'm flipping a light side back to a dark side. Does anybody have four hits or higher? No. Do advantages count for anything in this? They do, but not. But I'm specifically hits. Okay, no. 
So is anyone at three hits? Three. Three. Okay. What are your advantages? No advantages. Three. Three. And Sinox? A triumph. Oh, interesting. And nothing else. Okay. It's the craziest roll. Cool. <laughs> I get to take an extra maneuver at the beginning of combat. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So now the advantages that you got are mm. things that you establish about the battlefield. Okay. First question is, what are we fighting? Because I'm thinking it's more than just him. It is more than just him because that Cortosis droid follows him around. There are also lots of battle droids that could get involved with this fight, depending on how things go. You have been on a platform that is floating above space. If someone could take falling damage, the most dangerous, dangerous. damage in all of Star Wars. Because I love thematics more than any sort of safety for ourselves, the platform is essentially programmed to give us this tour. Yeah. So so what's going to happen is, you know, obviously, you know, our pal who I said to assassinate, you know, Relpo, he's on it. His droid's on the platform. There's the three of us, but the platform is going to be continually moving. So we're going to be passing in and out of the sight of various battle droids, but just for brief moments as the platform is continually doing the tour while the combat's going on. Cool. Anything else that we want to establish about it? Can I establish... Can I just say something about... Would you like to cede the ability to establish something to just say something? <laughs> you have the I'm floor. Going to, you can use it I'm to I'm going the to floor. accept the proposal to establish <laughs> a seed to to make a statement about the reality that we're in, causing it to be factual and real. The ship that we have has a remote return feature that oh, yeah. we can activate uh-huh. should we need to. Okay. First slot is a PC slot. It was yours, but it doesn't have to go to you. For instance, you just told somebody to assassinate somebody else well again you, you you all are learning the wonderful of playing at a tabletop with me and that is i don't believe in any sort of trying to actually i'm going to use the term win so i am going to take that pc slot i'm oh. going to use it solely to taunt as you pulled out your sword and he's still in somewhat of a compromised position with the viber sword to his throat i'm twitching a little bit here or there the <laughs> boy 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 three times boy and you're gonna learn your lesson i didn't want to have to learn your lesson i thought you were a nice guy but it's time to learn your lesson you do not call me boy i am the minister of propaganda for the empire you bow to what i tell you to do and now death death comes because you're an idiot because you're a stupid fool that just couldn't do it death death Oh, Lenik. Was your turn just to talk? Yes. <laughs> it's okay. I do believe we have this. The guy touches a thing on his wrist as you're bearing down on him. He looks very scared. And the droid takes the bow staff, spins it, puts it onto something on his back, spins it, puts the other end onto something on his back, then twists it and electro staff stuff starts yeah. starts fizzing on either end. And he moves to step in front of the thing and take a swing at you. It's melee, so it should be two unless you have other stuff going on. So what's your deal? Do you have anything that makes it harder for me to hit you? For instance, you have your sword drawn. Defensive one? Yep. Yep. And then you have one as your uh, melee defense. I have one as my melee defense. Got it. I have defensive one. What is Vic? V-I-C? Vicious. Vicious? Oh, that that's about not, yeah. crits. You suffer one strain to upgrade the difficulty of melee attacks against you by one until the start of the next turn. I'd like to use that. And, oh, and it's upgrade, not increase, right? Upgrade, yes. Thank you. And it is, the skill name is Repulsor Fist, so if it succeeds, I know how I want that to look. 
One hit, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like all perfectly evened out except for one hit that gets through. So you have 13 damage coming at you. Okay. The droid spins into position, puts the electrical thing into your chest and discharges it and then squares off on the platform between the minister and you guys. It looks very efficient and unmoved as it is a droid. Going through my soak. That is seven. Cool. We got to fight. I don't understand why you are doing this. The you just check, just check him. Call him. For a hot second, I just kind of like drop my arms and I look up and it's like, ah, it doesn't work like that. You either give him what he wants or this is gonna turn out bad for what you. What do you want? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone with a small mind to no longer be present in my world. That's what I want in this very moment. I real quickly turn to Blue. I'm going to take a hot second, deal with this droid. You think about what you actually want done. (laughs) And actually think about it. And then I'm going to use my quick draw to, in my left hand, which would be my robotic hand, quick draw my blaster. Uh And I just want to take a shot at the droid. Okay. Do you step back so that he can't just like whack the gun? Yeah, I feel like when he he shocked me, there was like a take back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's electricity crackled against your exoskeleton. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, you got pushed back a few feet, and then you round a gun on the droid and yeah. double tap into him. So it is one difficulty okay. and a black die. Great. I'm going to warn you. Does the gun do more than eight damage? The gun does seven damage. You get a readout on your thing about Cortosis weave, oh, you know, right. and droids and yeah. stuff. You know that these things were meant to take their blaster fire. Yeah. Um, meant to take lightsaber. Strikes. They were also. So specifically meant to take lightsabers. Okay. Um, so energy is not the thing that you need to use against this. Thank you. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. With that information, I'll actually say that that didn't happen. Like the drawing yeah, of the Yeah, sure, sure, draw. sure. It's gone. It's gone. He sees the readout and is like, ah, crap. What I would like to do is try to get into super close range of this droid and repulse it off of the platform. There yeah. we go. That is two difficulty and one black die. That is three successes and one threat. Okay, so you hit. So do your damage. So I hit him with an advantage. So I do eight damage. So you punch into the droid. Your repulsor fist then punches forward Mm -hmm. and nothing gives. You notice that it disperses and that his little red eyes get brighter and then phase out as uh, he takes the impact of the thing. Okay. This armor is tough. Yeah. What is it that you want? He puts more code stuff into his wrist and you can see the battle droids come online and turn into the, the station. The thing looks back at the stormtroopers who are now looking at droids that are turning to face them. I don't understand what is happening. Consider things rationally from my perspective. I'm just trying to run this facility. Sinox turns his gun on blue <laughs> with the stun setting activated and he fires. You're not going to say anything? Nope. I was going to try and talk you out, but if it's happening that quick, it's happening that quick. We're engaged, but I have a setting on my gun that makes my opposition for engaged checks one purple die. Uh I am spending one maneuver on my bodyguard to protect Blue after this attack so that if anything else attacks him, I will be able to make it more difficult to hit him. But you're shooting me and then protecting me. Yep. Love it. 
Captain America, man. So Still a success, but man, I hope I can take you down in this. So that is one success and four advantages. My damage on the gun base is 12, so that's 13 damage coming at him. My soak value is three, so that's 10. Is that all go to strain then? Is that how it works? That all goes to strain. Okay, and I have 13 total. So I guess that means I'm still up. That does mean you're still up. Yep. Bam. As you blast me, my ears are ringing. My vision's blurred. Everything's <sighs> turning left and right. And all I see is betrayal in front of me. Oh, God. <laughs> Back up to the top. PC slot. Yeah, I'm going to take it. Yeah. yeah. Smart play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he blasts blue yeah. again. Again. And he goes down. I mean, I could roll it. It's yeah. up to Jim. You know, like, oh, if yeah, you no, want to no, go. No, 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 no. There it is. Yeah, it, it, it's you blast me. I look. Everything's swirling. I'm trying to steal it. No, I'm not going down. What's happening? Boom. Blast it again. I go out like a light. You see me drop. I see you drop, and I immediately rush over and, like, take a defensive stance in front of your body. But I'm alternating back and forth between Sinox and the droid. Yeah, the droid, as soon as you leave its reach, it stands just at attention. Is that... Are, are we done? I believe so. Thank you, Commander. He stands up. All the battle droids stand down throughout the prison the and go back to their... breathe a collective <laughs> sigh of relief. And they're and... all, like, forming a little square around the... Yeah. Like... yeah. <laughs> what happened? I pat myself twice. You just met the Minister of Propaganda. <laughs> we have a cutscene. It fades back in, blinking up to the soft blue light that fills the ceiling of the bluebird. As I'm recovering, there is presumably a dampened towel that's on my forehead. I sit up. You are met with the three white lighted thing of the medical droid that you have on your ship. Hello, sir. How long have I been asleep for? Fifteen minutes is my estimate. No lost time. Zero! There's no response. I'm now trying to figure out where I am for a minute and what happened. I play it back in my head. My face sours. Sinox! Sinox enters the room. <laughs> who's standing guard just out the door. Sir? What just happened? I believe I saved your career, sir. Though I don't know why. Come, sit down. I believe I'll be fine standing here, sir. Why don't Unless you... that's an order. Why don't you sit down? Are you issuing me an order, sir? Yes. Sinox sits. Apparently, we have some disagreement on the way things are going to be handled, says my throbbing temples. I merely acted in my capacity as commander. When I see someone who is technically in command, who I believe is no longer capable of issuing rational commands, I am at liberty to act. Have I been nothing but fair and pleasant to you in the entire times we've known each other? Permission to speak freely, sir? I told you we were no longer in the metal confines where we have to hold our tongues. No, sir. No. I've repeatedly Why? requested to be transferred to proper work, and this is the work that I've been placed in. That's not the reason I shot you. It just made it easier. <laughs> I shot you because you asked me to execute a minister. No. For no reason. No. You asked me to be party to the execution of a minister for insufficient reason. No. I asked you to do nothing. Definitely didn't ask you to stun me. <sighs> I asked zero to do something and that's between me and zero but but let's let's back up a step why don't you want to work with me <laughs> sir don't you like me <laughs> yeah like i thought we had a, a thing you're 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 my guy so we have a professional relationship that i'll believe 
goes to the best extent any professional relationship one can have with uh says the guy who's requesting a, a transfer are you aware of your behavior in the field I am very aware of everything I do. It is very controlled and calculated. Listen, it can be hard to understand for a battlefield soldier to understand the complexities that go through of political maneuvering, but... You're not a good politician, sir. You might be good on the whole events, but uh, that's where you have complete control. Out here, you're a person. Two ministers saw you have a temper tantrum. Now, if these facilities were outfitted with cameras that you had not sliced into, well, your career would be sunk. And we're still going to have problem with that man going to Tarkin. I don't know if you're actually a close personal friend of Grand Moff Tarkin, but if you're not, we're in some hot water. At least you are. I think I'll be fine. (laughs) Oh, Sinox. It's different worlds that we belong in, really. It is. It's complete separate worlds. Let me ask you, what do you believe... What kind of state of mind is Minister Ralpo in right now? I would suggest confused. Confused? That would be my primary emotion. Perhaps a little bit of fear. A little bit? If he That were... was our best shot. If we needed to kill that man, that was it. It was us on a platform in a facility full of hundreds, if not thousands, of battle droids. And I'm a damn good soldier. But I can assure you, as someone who spent his entire life fighting them, that was not a winning fight. Oh, of course it was a winning fight. We won it before we even started. The man was afraid. The man was confused. And all he has to do is receive one letter from one Grand Moff Tarkin, and he will do whatever possible request. If I want him to fetch me calf in the morning, he will do it. You know what I see in you, sir? I see all the corruption of the Republic. No, 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 no. You've offered me money. You've offered me fame. You've offered me all the things that made the Republic senators grow fat and complacent. You've offered me everything that has corrupted and rotted this galaxy from the outside in. And I'm having none of it. Yes, and that is why you are special, Sinox. Those are the things that everyone else wants. Those are the things that don't mean anything. You are right. The Empire, you want to speak freely? Let's speak freely. The Empire is corrupt. The Empire is terribly corrupt. It is a organization that is striving for balance in the universe when what we need is foundation. The Republic was corrupt. The Empire is the foundation. And sir, if you are going to try and tell me that you are anything but the face of corruption, you better lay down a damn good reason right now before I detain you and have you brought before the Inquisitor. What have I done of corruption? What have I done as against the best possible direction of the Empire? So far, we've been sent here on what should be a pretty slam-dunk mission. And you... (laughs) You have driven us down a course, a winding course of madness where we've threatened two ministers with no foundation or no strategic gain whatsoever. As far as I know, that poor woman that I stole the personal bodyguard of is just trying to do a job. Miss Ren is her own story, but we're not talking about Miss Ren right now. We're talking about us, and we're talking about a working professional relationship. I wanted it to be a personal relationship. Maybe we're past that point. Who knows? Maybe you just need an extra calf or two. And I pour you one and I hand it to you. I do things differently. I want you to understand that, Sinox. I do things differently than most people. There's a reason a 21-year-old 
is in the position that they are in. There's a reason a 21-year-old, a person that has no right in any normal universe to be within the position that I am in now. Did I get that way because I'm insane? <laughs> Did I get that? <laughs> she broke me. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get that way because I didn't know what I was doing? There's a reason I'm in the position that I am. This facility as a whole, could this not be a very valuable asset to the Empire? But it is being poorly run. That is correct, sir. But there are protocols to go through to do that. We do not need your hired assassin to execute anyone. We merely need to issue new orders or perhaps reassign unfit agents. That's a good point. Zero, why don't you enter? I literally call you on our communique. Why don't you come here, Zero? Yeah, where are you at? I've been in the cockpit of the Bluebird yeah, this whole yeah, time, yeah, yeah. and I've got little figurines of ships mm-hmm. that I just kind of <laughs> just like toy around with. And I sort of, when you first called, I was just like, no, I'm not coming up. But it's like, all right, this is getting heated. So like, Zero, how about you enter? And then there's like, all right, I'm coming. You're and then come through. I sort of just post up. I don't take your side, but I post up between you and Sinox. Cyril, let me let me ask you, have I given you that order to execute an official in the past? You have. And the result of what happened was you drew your Viber sword, you put it to their throat, me and the person had a conversation, and then you resheathed your sword without bloodshed. Is that not what has happened in the past? Yeah, we call that the zero system. He was not an enemy combatant. He was not a prisoner. You have no jurisdiction here. In fact, in that situation, he had the authority. You guys are going above the law. No one said that we were abiding by the law. I am a soldier of the Empire, son. You're a soldier and you're in my detachment, are you not? I'm a soldier assigned to protect you. You are a minister. You do not have rank on me. As the ranking officer, I have purview over all military actions. And I have no interest in pulling rank. I have no interest in this. Sinox, we are pals. We're bros, man. I've made you the shining star. I haven't made you. You made yourself that. I put you on display. You are the shining example of who we are and what we do in the Empire. Now, I get heated sometimes, and I have untraditional ways about me. Zero, let me ask you, and, and speak honestly. We uh, didn't have a chance. The, uh, well, I wasn't going to ask you that. <laughs> we didn't have a chance. Did, did I act brash or unprofessional? I'm going to go back to what I just said in that you telling me to kill that guy. It was the the zero system. We know the zero system. The zero system works when it's us and like three other goons. We were in a facility armed to the teeth with drones that were designed to kill. I know you're a slicer. You had the opportunity to shut down his communication to those drones, but you didn't take it. You just ran your mouth and you put my team at risk. That is on you. Now, if I see you again threaten a minister or even approach breaking the law, I can guarantee you I am not going to use stun. What sound does your computer systems make when it informs you of stuff? Oh, uh, clearly stringed instruments. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's a shrill violin note. Add now. There's something you'd like to see. One second, Bluebird. Zero, just honestly, did I act unprofessionally or rash in this situation? We didn't act any differently than we normally do. It's just that... Sir, that communication you'd look for is happening presently. I am recording it, but if you would like to be timely... Shh. 
I put it up on the wall. As he turns to put it up on the wall, I turn to Synox. If you draw your gun again on him, you lose that hand. If you want to take him out and measure him, son, we can do that later. Yeah, communications up on the wall. So it's a readout in basic of the conversation that's happening. So if you want to get those shipments out of there now, I mean, I'd do it before the guy wakes up. Okay, but I need to get into the planet first, guy. So you see that Relpo is calling out to someone that's incoming. And my eyes just turn slowly from the projection <laughs> on the screen, slowly, slowly, slowly over to Synox. I think you got lucky. But I'm rounding up my troops. Hold on, Sinox. I, I still just want to get to this bottom of, of this one issue before we handle this situation. Zero, tell me. Honest. Was I unreasonable? Give me an honest answer. Yeah, you were. I was afraid of that. Sinox, I apologize to you. I acted unreasonably, and I shouldn't have done that. I think I acted fine in the moment, but I'm a man that understands that I make mistakes. And I apologize, and I stick my hand out to shake yours. Sinox, who's turning towards the door anyway, you know, has his head to the side to talk back to you. Bulgy noted, sir. The door opens in front of him, and he exits the room. We could have died so many times. <laughs> so many times over, but we could have been dead, and we would have been dead again, and then we would have died three times over. There were droids everywhere. There were droids everywhere. They're droids. You're zero. I, I've i seen you kill droids. You've killed tons of droids. They had, I have one, that thing could have taken a lightsaber. Did you see, I, you don't I, have a lightsaber. I'm confused at the problem. I, I, I used the, I used the fist. I used the repulsor fist. I saw fist. that. It was cool. I, you almost took him off. I, um, I hit him so hard. It was awesome. I hit him yeah. so hard. It was great. He didn't move. He didn't move at all. I know. It was really bad. I need it. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, I mean, are you him. on the droid side? That thing would have <laughs> really killed me. I'm not. You need to get me a better arm. <laughs> I will get you get a better me, arm. Get me twice as many things as this. <laughs> I need twice as many Two, things as that. At least twice at as many. At least twice. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> You're made of money. Get a better Griffin arm. I wonder if the guy who makes these ships does arms. <laughs> <laughs> Probably take him forever. I'll, I'll put an action item on that. I do think we need to do something about Synax before he kills me, though. Can you please keep an eye on that? <laughs> yeah, because I'll definitely. Yeah, uh, I'll keep tabs on that. Um, he does um, not yeah, seem to like you. Uh, no, and I really thought I would come through on him. And it really? didn't. I apologize. That was a bad apology. How many people? How many people have you ever apologized to? My point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my point. <laughs> End of episode. Now, how about a dear bluebird letter? My dear fellow reapers, your recent conquests please me. Your efficiency in slaughtering the weak is top notch. I too have accomplished much recently. And I have gained much power through much planning and perfect execution. Not perfect grammar. But I find it's lonely at the top. I have a servant who helps me in weeding out some of the pathetic drones that are currently building my fully armed and operational townhouse. <laughs> this servant tends to kill too many of my workers, though. And I'm not sure if he's just overzealous or bored. Should he pay the price for his lack of vision? Any advice would be helpful. Let the hate flow through you. Sith out of luck. Yeah, I felt like that was directed primarily at me. And you, honestly. This would be your area of expertise. 
why is your minion killing people? Why do you have a minion and why are you operating outside of the constraints of Palpatine's order? Shouldn't you be a part of the Inquisitorius? Yeah, and I'm all about, as someone who is sort of a right hand, as some would say, I'm all about, you know, checks and balances. If you find yourself in a position where you're having to apologize for having killed someone that you did not sanction or command someone to be killed, I think that's a big red flag. I think that's something that you need to have a talk with your guy, maybe just a sit down, a heart to heart, maybe discuss what's going on in each other's lives. If there's some hostility that you're not aware of. Yeah, it feels like you've got a relationship between mentor and mentee that's specifically about undermining and usurping the mentor. Oh, that can't work. No, that's exact. That's what you're supposed to do. That's a. No, it's oh. a terrible idea. No, oh, it's not because it, it, okay. because yeah, it, it makes right. the if you have somebody constantly gunning for your position, it makes you stronger because you're watching your back. Uh, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. That's not. I mean, I've sh- we, that comes up in the military all the time. But when it happens, it y- makes see, the unit. You're apart. you're thinking about like troops. Uh, this is more of like a personal quest for power and magic. It has nothing to do with the sorts of things that you care about. I get. Well, I, mean, I get where you're coming from. Still centered around human relationships, right? Yeah, maybe. And why human? That's kind of. That's I mean, a little interpersonal being relationships. My take on this is, are they your apprentice? Because that wasn't made clear. And if they are your apprentice, they're doing a good job and you should get that under control. Typically, my master employs torture. Let's see, what else is effective? I don't know. You've been around the training centers. You keep people to a schedule. You, you, give, you give them something to do, keep their hands busy. But also, you got to think about why this person is insisting to kill so many people. Is he trying to impress you? Is he going after some attention that you are otherwise not giving him? These are all things that can feed into outlashing, acting out, taking out your aggression on something else, whether that be meaningless tasks or the blood of another Absolutely. species. It's a master-teacher relationship, and if you're not being an adequate master to this person, then they have, to my mind, full right to rebel. They got to get satisfied some way. Zero, do do we need to, to have a conversation? You've, like, flipped the the last three Scrabble boards, and now, based on your, your answer, you okay? You getting everything? We need to do Sunday night ice cream again? What's going on with you, buddy? Huh? Sometimes the bluebird isn't as big as you think, and I just kind of just want to stretch out, and there's so many, like, training sessions going on all the time because everybody's stuck to such a, a very strict regimen, and there's only so many places that you can get alone time, and then you install the morning announcements, and I don't wake up when you wake up, and you wake up before anybody ever should wake up, and then it just broadcasts into everybody's sleep dome, and then I don't sleep. Oh, I don't sleep well. I don't in really life. It's efficient. I do very little sleeping. Sinox, you would agree. It's efficient, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and by the way, you two aren't people. Agree with Sinox entirely. If if you are going to have an underling kill people, then there needs to be some sort of tribunal, and it needs to be a regimented process. Yeah, more rules. I think you should absolutely set more rules in place for Zero specifically. Just keep amping that up. Ava, I see you grinning. Please stop. (laughs) Because he will take this and he will run with it. Listen, we're no, we're a team. No, you know exactly how it goes. You want to kill someone, you come to me, I flip the coin, and based on the results, you kill them or don't. And it works very, very well. See, but then there's the time that the 
coin flips out one way and it's heads and you still want to kill them. And so you keep flipping until you get the right result. Well, you just said we need a heads result. I produce you a heads result. I don't, I'm confused. But it doesn't work like that if the number of times that the coin is flipped is arbitrary. I still think this is you acting out. And I, I don't like Scrabble. No matter what, it's acting out. And that's the problem. That's the problem. It's not the problem. It's the correct thing. If you can't handle this person, then they should overthrow you. Uh, frankly, it's also really pathetic that you asked for help. Uh, Mark's against you. Oh, dang. Well, all right. <laughs> well, morning announcements just got earlier. <laughs> I hope that helps you sit out a lot. Thanks for listening to this month's episode of Evil Campaign. The Curve of the Bluebird will be back again next month. Evil Campaign is a part of the Campaign Podcast, which is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, and Force and Destiny role-playing games belong to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, there is no death. There is the Force. (laughs) 